tens of millions of families with Alzheimer's disease and dementia all over the world, including our family. We are Alls in the Fam. I'm Alan Fair. And I'm Polly Fair Noise. We're siblings, we are parents, but we're also caregivers. This is our podcast. This is our support group. Welcome to our family. Alzheimer's sucks, but this family lives, laughs, and learns as we fight for a cure. Welcome. All right, welcome to a super special holiday episode of Alls in the Fam, where you've heard uh, me and Polly and Bonnie and Tracy talk about our kids, and it is our honor to have all of our kids on this Thanksgiving episode of Alls in the Fam, and we asked each of them to think about a memory of their grandmother, our mother, and we're gonna kick it off right away. I'm gonna turn it over to you, Tracy, to introduce Luke and, and your kids to talk about a special memory and we'll see what the gang has to say. Sure, well, first up is my precious son, Luke. I'm sure Luke has a good story or two to tell you guys. So I will hand it over to you, Luke. All right, thanks, mom. Um, yeah, so, there's, there's definitely a lot of like memories and um, certain like experiences and um, foods too that I can tie back to my sort of experience with grandma. Um, but one of the most like cherished memories that I have had with her growing up was this one specific night when um, our parents dropped me and my sister off at her house to spend the night. Um, it was in like October of 2006 and I was super into baseball like at the time and the World Series happened to be on that night and I was following it like in the Washington Post throughout the whole week and the game started at eight but my parents had this rule where they wanted us in bed by like 830 um, so I begged grandma to let me watch the game between the Cardinals and the Tigers. So she ended up letting me get into her bed and we turned on the game and we watched it, I think all the way through the seventh inning and I ended up falling asleep. Um, and I woke up in her bed the next morning and she made us her classic banana pancakes and put on the highlights onto ESPN. And we were talking about the, game and it was just kind of cool to see how she really got into it that night too and um it just showed like how much that she you know cares about us and our hobbies and passions um so yeah that's definitely one of the best memories I've had with her so that's awesome and she's not a baseball fan <laughs> no. she's a Luke fan <laughs> now I think one of the best things about our mom our, our grandmother is that she she loves us so much that anything we're interested in, she was interested in. So I'm, I'm a, I'm a child of the eighties. So I grew up listening to, um, uh, glam rock. Like, uh, I, I loved, um, Motley Crue and Guns N' Roses and Aerosmith growing up. And, and I'm sure that in reality, grandma, mom, Carmen probably would never listen to that music on her own, but was just, 
so so supportive and and I felt like decided that she liked it because I liked it just always loved our passions so much and it's just great to great to hear that story thanks Luke sure yeah I didn't know that one that's a good one the things you find out when your children grow up I love it uh next up we have my adorable amazing daughter chloe bennett she'll be home soon for thanksgiving i can't wait and here's chloe okay so one of my favorite memories um was at grandma's house and we would always take all of the old bikes that our parents used to ride out of the shed or up from the basement when we would go over there and they were all like kind of rusty and so grandma would pump up all the tires for all of us kids and we would bike down the street and whatnot and I'm pretty sure I actually learned to ride a bike on her street so that's a pretty cool memory that I have but um my favorite day of all of us cousins doing that was actually when grandma herself rode the big wheel down the street and I thought that was the funniest thing ever when I was a kid. I mean, looking back on it, it's still pretty funny, but I don't know. It just shows how active she really was with all of us. And I also remember she would always jump on the trampoline with us too. So it was just little things like that. But how yeah, old were you? Sorry? Sorry. How old were you when she rode the big wheel? Oh, I think I was probably six or seven, maybe. It was, so, I was wow. pretty young. Yeah. yeah. No, but I mean, so grandma had to be in her 70s by then mm -hmm. right yeah mm -hmm. wow okay yeah. riding she, a big wheel she would jump on the trampoline with us too and everything so. and she always yeah. loved the big wheel I remember her doing that when we were growing up <laughs> <laughs> and it's also a fair cat. trait to be able to be small enough to fit on one of those things <laughs> that's true. so true that is true <laughs> Also, as a side note, I am shocked that none of us died on those bikes. I, I was, you know, looking back, I'm amazed that one of them just didn't disintegrate while we were riding them. Yeah. And that's another story, by the way, that I have never heard before. I did not know you would actually pull bikes out of the basement and shed. That's pretty funny. Mm -hmm. They were they never let us in the basement, but you did, you did go out from the shed. Yeah. I mean, th those big wheels were made of plastic tires. And I would imagine that, you know, this big wheel may have belonged to me. You could just imagine it like disintegrating. And <laughs> <running> <laughs> She's like all, all five foot nothing of her riding it. Yeah. And she was the only one on grandparents day that climbed up into the tree for it with Chloe. I do remember that because I was worried about how she was going to get down. <laughs> um. All right. Well, um, Huge love to the the Bennett twins, Chloe and Luke. We're all excited to, to get together on, on Thanksgiving. See you soon. Um, I'm going to turn it over to Polly next to introduce her kids. Yeah. Hi, everyone. I'm lucky to have with me today my daughter, Alex, who is living all the way across the country in California, close to Luke. And uh, Alex, so proud of you. And I'd love to hear your story about grandma. Okay. Um, yeah, there's so many memories with grandma. I feel like I'm the oldest in the family. So it's really hard to boil down like a lifetime of memories to just one. But um, one that sticks out to me is like grandma would always, whenever I had like a lacrosse tryout or like my SATs or anything, she would tell me that she was crossing her fingers for me. And like, 
she would just like my mom would tell me she would just be like walking around her house like with her fingers crossed she would like keep them crossed <laughs> the whole time like until it was over <laughs> and like I I think that that helped me accomplish the things that I did like I <laughs> I don't know like I think that she was like somehow keeping it together for me and then the other thing was um I like went to University of Maryland and I would always come home and she would be at my house because she was like living there and I would just talk to her about everything and she always had such good advice about school and friends and especially she always wanted to know about boys (laughs) and she would like just have so much to say and then she would forget what I would tell her and then I would be so excited and I would tell her again and like it was just like those special moments and nothing specific but just like that stuff I think that's so cool Alex because the thing about um grandma is she's always had good advice for a long time, even when she was, you know, approaching the middle stages of Alzheimer's, she would come up with some real good, you know, advice for you. And she was always on your side. You were always the, the good person. And any person who made you slightly unhappy was like, would just be dead to her. That's it. Right? Yeah. Always on your side. Thank God there weren't any conflicts in the family. I'm pretty sure her head would explode. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) We love each other too much. Going to the asking about boys, she that's not just that's not just reserved for you. Every time we see her to this day, and well, especially to this day, because she asks us like eight times every time we see her if we have a if if we're dating anyone, and we should always make sure to date rich, which is you know, her, her favorite bit of advice that she's given me since I existed. <laughs> but uh, she, she's always been, she's always had that dating advice. She has. Good dating what, what? She had great advice on what to wear. I remember like showing her my formal dresses even, and like job interview outfits. Like she had great fashion sense. Yeah, that's true. What I what I love about that story, Alex, is I haven't thought about her like her hands and what they what they look like, but there's there's something very specific about yeah grandma's definitely. hands. They're they're sort of like like distinct at the knuckle area, like yeah. like the 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 top knuckle, and and she'd wear her engagement ring on like a so many on rankings. her middle finger maybe right yeah. yeah she had like a big diamond pinky ring and she would often have like orange nail polish she loved that orange yeah, yeah. well we're lucky today to also have my son jack with us jack's here and uh we're so proud of jack too and uh he's been kind enough to come up with at least one story about grandma Go ahead, Jack. So a memory I have of her is uh, from when we were, our, our noise family was coming back from a short trip and we had asked grandma to take care of our dog, Maggie. Um, and she, grandma had never really wanted to take care of a pet, but she agreed because she loved us. Um, and we, we came back and we asked, you know, how was she? Did she, was she well behaved? She do business outside, eat well? and. And, you know, she was like, yes, yes, yes. And and how did she sleep? And grandma says, why well, put a blanket on her? Because I was worried she would get cold. 
a dog with a fur coat. <laughs> uh, this, you know, 50 pound lab with a fur coat, she was worried about it. And I, that sticks out to me because it, it showed how much she cared. Uh, a pet is a member of the family and she, she, I mean, spoiled Maggie and, and it showed how much she cared about us that she would um, take on this responsibility for us. So you can't, um, grandma grew up in Puerto Rico. And so she, um, in Puerto Rico, not a lot of people let their dog, at least at the time she was growing up in their house, a dog was an outdoor animal. Pets at all were, were a, um, a trial for her. She didn't really want them. And so to take care of our pet was just special. Listening to, to that story, grandma is obsessed with things that uh, she perceives as helpless, needing to be warm. If it's a baby, you know, it's got to have hats, socks, like yeah. everything must be, must be protected at, at all times, even the dogs and the animals that she claims not to like, but would, would always take care of. Yeah, every time I slept at her house, she always made me wear socks to sleep, even though I hated it. She wouldn't <laughs> let me sleep without socks on. Oh my God, she did that for me too. <laughs> and you're not warm unless you're sweating. <laughs> yeah. I would take those socks off the moment that she left, and sometimes she'd come back and make me put them back on. <laughs> that sounds like grandma. Well, all right. So let's turn it over to Bonnie to introduce her kids. So you can see here that I am lucky enough to have both of my children with me full time right now. Um, and so I'm going to introduce first my my oldest, who is Violet. Violet is in college, but locally. So she is living at home right now. And I'll let you take it away. So I've been around grandma for uh, 22 years. So there's there's a lot from the uh, banana pancakes that previously mentioned to uh, every time that I would, she would, I would stay over, she would make me my, my most beloved kid cuisine. Um, but really what, what stuck with me is that, is that when I, when I would stay with her, whether they would dump me there to go on vacation or for, or for another actual, or for, you know, more serious reasons, every time she would take, you know, she would spend the whole, the whole time just doting on me. You know, making sure I was fed, I was comfortable, I was doing whatever it is I wanted. She would take me you know, on those death trap bikes around the neighborhood. But um, every time it would end with her, when it came time for bed, you know, she would make sure I had my socks on, that I was entirely too hot. And then she would read me a story and then sing me to sleep. And, you know, when compared with my other grandmother, who was also a wonderful, beloved, per loving person, it's a really stark contrast to the level of doting that she that she just naturally applied to everyone that she loved. Yeah, down on the floor playing with you. Yeah, I mean, she she it, 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 there was no point at which I was kind of sitting on my own looking for something to do. She always had, she was always looking around trying to find a way to include herself and include me in whatever it is she was doing, and you know that really that that really was a big deal for me because. You know, if I was alone, if I was left with her, with her, it would be, I could be, be missing my parents. It could be a little bit nervous or lonely. And she never let that slide. She would always come and you know, do her absolute best to make sure that I, that I was included. Okay. And so now I'm going to introduce uh, my younger son, JP, the Bubba. All right. So 
I've heard a lot of really good memories and all that. Um, my story isn't really a memory. It's something that grandma does every time she sees me multiple times. Even before she was sick, she did it multiple times, but now it's a lot more. So every time she sees me, she comes up to me and calls me handsome. And so, I mean, that's given me like a lot of confidence, honestly. <laughs> Everyone in my family is like, you need grandma to come over here and call you handsome again. Or whenever I look at myself in the mirror, it's like, you've been talking to grandma too much. It's just like, it's just like, I don't know. It's like sometimes if you, if you hear it enough, you just start believing it, I guess. But I don't know. It's just, it's like stuff like that, that she just really cares about you and she wants you to be happy and she wants to compliment you and make you feel good. Like, I don't know. She's a loving, caring person. And the last time I saw her, this is funny, but she started playing with my hair and giving me like a hairdo. So, <laughs> but tell she with my hair. Handsome. I have a lot more of it. But. <laughs> so the thing about her, you know, drowning us all in compliments is that from anyone else, it would seem kind of contrived or you know insincere. But even before you know all this. Uh, you could always tell that every time she she said it, she believed it, and she was proud of us, and she was so happy to see us, you know, growing up, and you know, she she believed every word she said when she said good things about us. No, and she also sometimes says some mean stuff. But at least it's honest. <laughs> She's told me to go to the gym about a thousand times. Um, stand up straight. Stand up. Straight. She told me to always stand up straight. straight. A million times. You look like a girl. <laughs> Like, we'll take my shoulders and yank them back. <laughs> oh, yeah. She would dig her fingers into my back. And <laughs> yeah, like... <laughs> it, it's amazing because we can probably remember her, say, with the exception of perhaps JP, we can remember her, say, 10 years ago and where she is now. But a lot of what we're talking about just hasn't changed at all. You, you know, it's just that she's still so sincere about wanting to say something nice, loving and, and supportive and just think we're so fortunate as a family to, to have that in her, despite the fact that she's not as well as we'd like her to be any longer. Well, and I think, you know, what all the kids are talking about is that absolute focus on them when they were with them, whether it was at their house or at a sporting event or whatever it is, because one of my favorite stories, which goes along with what Luke and Jack and Chloe and everyone was saying is when I took her um, a few years ago when she was first starting to get sick to a football game and Violet was in the marching band and she would not watch the game at all. She would only look at her. And I, and she, and I would be watching the game and she would look at me and say, what are you looking at? And I would say, I'm watching the game. And she'd say, but Violet's over there. And I'm like, well, I know, but they're not playing. <laughs> We're just sitting, you know, there. just sitting there. I only want to watch that. That was it. That was all she would do. Same thing with JP. What are you looking at? I'm like, well, I'm watching the game. JP is over there. I'm like, he's sitting on the bench, mom. What <laughs> that was rare. Yes, it was rare. It was only when they had to put in the second string. 
So just that absolute focus and attention on our kids. And, and we knew for sure that they were safe and loved and, yeah. and they felt it. Now, there's, there's actually something comforting about the fact that that hasn't changed as her disease has progressed because it's become increasingly clear. It was never really in question, but it's become increasingly clear that, that that's you know part of the core of who she is. I mean, that part of her hasn't changed. She asks, you know, lots of things are different, obviously. But the one thing that hasn't changed is that she is, you know, unwaveringly supportive and, and interested in all of us. And it's just, it's comforting, I think. I think that's the whole thing we're most thankful for this Thanksgiving is that her love for us remains the same, even through the fog of Alzheimer's. It's really, you can still feel the love. She's still tries to express it every every time she sees us um, and just takes such delight in all her grandchildren. And how different of an experience than me, you, Bonnie, and Tracy had with our grandmother. So we only had one. We never knew our mom's mother. We, we knew our father's mother, but... Um, she wasn't a, a warm and fuzzy person by, by any means. And so it was interesting for me to watch our mother be a grandmother. It was like, oh, now I get why some people think uh, grandparents are really nice and really sweet. Like I, I, didn't, I didn't have that. I only had her in, in terms of being able to, to understand that. So it's it's a really wonderful thing to be able to give that, that gift of an awesome grandparent or grandparents to, to our children. And to hear all of you say that it's, it's very much who she was as a mother too. I do have a memory of when Marco was first born, she was as close to obsessive over that little infant, I think as possible. I mean, she would, like I remember we visited uh, Tina's parents' house and she was there, I believe. This is a little, this is a little bit of a muddled memory, but uh, I mean, she would not, she was like staring down one of the other grandparents because she wanted to be the one holding him and she wanted to be the one, you know, doting on him. And she was not, she was not pleased when it was not her turn. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. That's right, Violet. All right, I thought I saw and heard um, Marco. Marco. You, you did. So um, I'm really excited to introduce my son, Marco, who is hey. 11 and uh, also has a very special relationship with grandma. So he's going <laughs> to... He's going to talk about that now. All right. There he is. Hi, Marco. Hi. Hi, Marco. Um, so one thing I remember about Grandma is every single time I come, I came to her house, she would have a buffet of things made out of coconuts. <laughs> um, also, every single time I was there, she um, let me get some of Dad's old stuff, like action figures and that kind of stuff. And also, I do remember 
one time went to visit her in her retirement home. We um, all went to the park, and that's all I really remember. That's Check awesome. Out. Thanks, Marco. I remember being there with you. Here, hang out and, and talk with us. We're just shooting the breeze now. You did great. Yeah, that's awesome. Good job, Marco. Marco, I remember grandma being so excited. You were still a baby and I drove up there. I think Bonnie and I drove, right? Tracy, your kids might've still been a little young, but Bonnie and I drove up with Alex and um, to see you when you were a baby. And I, grandma was just never happier than to see you, Marco. You were like, just her face was joy and sunshine. You were the best thing ever since Alan, I guess. Right. Or maybe since right JP. before you, you joined and came down, Violet was remembering how obsessed grandma was with you when you were a baby. All right. She kept, like she, she didn't want to share you with um, your uh, Yaya. No. <laughs> okay. Not at all. Grandma yeah. was sure that, uh, that, that the person wanted to take, she, she couldn't separate her love for each of you. And the fact that to her, you were this perfect, um, treasure prize. So valuable that she was sure that anyone else must want to steal you. So, <laughs> and that was for every single, everyone. including Marco, mm -hmm. <laughs> including Ava, everyone. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Marco did, uh, did, uh, Grandma used to make you wear socks so you wouldn't get cold. She, uh, she. Um, um, I don't remember, but I think one time she made me wear stockings. Um, <laughs> um, because I was freezing. That, that checks out. That <laughs> That's exactly the kind. She kept her house uh, quite cold in those, those later years at, at her <laughs> home could get or hot or hot could get very drafty bye marco so <laughs> i i also wanted to introduce my daughter ava um and and i guess it's it's interesting i i i think um if i could get ava to to come down she's she's a little um young and and shy she's she's seven and i talked with her about this but i know that the the story that she would want to tell is how grandma always says mama mia pizzeria <laughs> mama mia papa pia for me yeah holy moly guacamole for me that's new yeah yeah so um and i and i think in in ava's case she is just young enough for maybe just kind of missed the the opportunity to, in, to remember and really solidify some of these memories that the uh, that the rest of us get to uh, get to enjoy. But um, we uh, we we remind Ava and keep that um, keep that uh, memory uh, alive with her as well. And I know has a very special relationship with with Grandma. I think Ava must know because every time we FaceTime you, Alan, and Ava's there, mom just starts going, I love you. I love you. I love you. You're so beautiful. But she'll also sometimes say, uh, what a beautiful baby to your seven-year-old. <laughs> so.
Yeah. I think it was a little frozen in time from uh, grandma's per uh, grandma's perspective. Um, but uh, what a what a joy that we've been able to, uh, you know, grandma had four um, four kids and we were able to from that we have eight wonderful kids our, ourselves. And for me personally, listening to everyone's story it's just i um I, I have no doubt and one of the the joys and things that gives me my my confidence and source of strength in life is that there's just no doubt in my mind that that this woman loved me and i think we all feel that and and share that which is i just think one of the undercurrents of things that defines what what family is so um upon this thanksgiving holiday season i'm super grateful for that and yeah really proud of all you guys and what you've become and see the uh see the role that grandma played in your in your lives it's very special happy thanksgiving happy thanksgiving everyone happy Happy thanksgiving thanks for listening to all's in the fam in the fight against alzheimer's and dementia we are all family Find us at Alls in the Fam on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and on our website, allsinthefampodcast.com. We appreciate you clicking that subscribe button on Apple, Google, Spotify, or whatever your favorite podcast catcher may be. Alzheimer's sucks, but we are in it together. We are Alls in the Family. Talk soon.